Well, hello, and welcome back to episode two of Morning Coffee with Brooke. Today, we are going to talk about how to pay bills while you're building your business. Now, this is a hot topic because you are antsy to go all in on your business. You love it. You're super excited. You're listening to podcasts. Hopefully, you're consuming a whole lot of content and education, and now you want to quit your soul-sucking job and get into it which I totally get because I ended up doing that very same thing. But I will give you a few pointers of what worked for me and my family, even though it's not like we're rolling in dough yet, but we're getting there. We're on a journey. Um, so this is these are some, just some tips that worked for us. So we're going to talk about that. Balancing the need to pay bills and the desire to grow a business. So I hope that you have your cup of coffee. I know I do. And uh, let's get into it. So knowing when to leave your job is a really tough call. Um, You can't give all your time to your company, to your own business. You can't give it your whole heart and soul until you've got the time to give it. And if you're always going to work, always putting up with things that are going on at work, politics and your workload, or just going to a job that you hate and having that like emotional energy just getting like sucked out of you every day, it's really tough to be like fully present when it's time to work on your own stuff after you get off work. And I get that. Totally get that. Um, Emotionally, you're ready to get all in, but logically, you got to keep the lights on. And more than that, you have to fund your business unless you are some sort of Silicon Valley awesome person who's probably not listening to this podcast. You may not have an investor who like wants to go all in. So something that helped us, here's a few things that that you can do. Something that uh, one way that we went was to build up uh, a bit of a nest egg. So try to work extra hours, you know, do a side hustle, like go all out, um, whether it's on topic with your business or not. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but just do something to like build up the money, put it away, um, save it up, make it grow, whatever, so that you can get about a year. I mean, we saved until we had about a year of expenses so that, um, like covered like bills, just, just bare bones, like nothing too crazy, but just like rent, um, you know, the mortgage, utilities, all of that. Make sure you've got it all kind of covered for a year and then go ahead, take the job. So building up a nest egg, it's hard to save. I mean, that's a whole nother topic, but um, that's one way. You could also freelancing. I'm sure you've probably looked into this. It's all like remote work from home stuff. Um, Freelancing, but when you do it, try to just think about the skills that you have. Like Are you, if you've been blogging, like how I started this journey, if you listened to the first episode, you heard the whole story, the whole rambling tale. But um, if you know how to write, if you know how to blog, you've also got about a million other skills that came along with that, like SEO uh, research, digital marketing, maybe if you were doing like affiliates, maybe copywriting on a low scale, not like the great good ones, but you know, like on a low scale, like how to write an article that sells. I mean, some of these are um, skills that if you really think about it, you can tweak into an Upwork profile. Um, I'm sure you you probably have heard of Upwork.com. It's one of the biggest freelancing sites. There's also Fiverr with two R's, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, which is named because everything used to be five bucks, but it's definitely not five bucks for anything I need anymore. Um, So also, like if you're good with Canva, um, you can get a really cheap, like monthly, you can get the pro version. I feel like it's less than 10 bucks. I forget how much we pay, but it's not very much. And if you can turn around like logos for people or like you have like an artistic 
graphic design flair in you or you want to learn more about graphic design and stuff like that, there's tons of things you can do to teach yourself that. Um, this is all post post chat GPT. I feel like it's pre and post chat GPT in the world now. But if you get good at mid journey um, prompts and um, building up uh, images for people, I mean, there's a ton. I mean, I could just keep rattling off ideas of titles you can give yourself for Upwork. Upwork can be a little tricky because it's so competitive now. Um, if you're in the U.S., you I think have an advantage for some jobs because uh, especially like for coding, I know it like hiring coders um, can be difficult from some countries just because of what my husband puts up with. Um, but if you're in the U.S., that can give you like a benefit to other people that are also, you know, looking for uh, fluent English speakers. Um, that's a whole tangent. Sorry, I don't want to get off on a tangent. OK, so stick with that. Go with Canva, Upwork, Fiverr, any of those freelancing um, gigs and you should be able to hone a skill that you have and use it to benefit you so um, I went down the road of nurse writing <coughs> sorry went down the road of nurse writing and the way that I found that job those jobs was through LinkedIn I actually like serendipitously came across you know how you do came across something and it was talking about nurse writing so I ended up doing these two articles and I'm still looking for more. I just don't like pursue seeking out jobs very much because I'm so freaking busy with everything else. But that's one way. Like if you have what Google consider that Google did this update called the EAT algorithm, E-A-T. I don't know all the ins and outs, but what I do understand is if you're a professional, your credentials carry more weight for SEO. So like they're going to boost up um, a Healthline article about diabetes when the author has RN behind their name versus one that doesn't. So that's like the EAT algorithm. So you can look into that more, but if you've got a professional certification or a title behind your name, you should be able to find jobs like that. Um, and a great way to look out for it, for me anyway, has been LinkedIn. It's also the way I got hired years and years ago to write out like the backbone of a two, these two nursing sites that I helped build. They found me on LinkedIn because I'd written that book. So anyway, things like that, like if you've got a skill, try to run with that skill. And if that skill applies to your business, like I literally write for our business. So if that skill applies to your business, then you're not straying too far away from your core business model. Um, okay, we'll just talk about it now. And that's the other thing. <laughs> you don't want to stray too far away from your core business model. My husband keeps telling me this because I, being the entrepreneurial spirit that I am, hence started a podcast but it is related but I I tend to get off on these little side projects because they're fun and they're passionate and I'm passionate about things like I built up this um spiritual YouTube channel I was just basically reposting really great um videos from like Wayne Dyer and Abraham Hicks and like all these great um Joe Dispenza you know all these great names that have really helped me like on a personal level and I started like everybody needs this so I made like a playlist and and I just like upload ones that I like and I still kind of do it it just I, I got it up to like I got it over a thousand subscribers and I was like yes we can monetize but it turns out you can't regurgitate other people's stuff I didn't change it enough so I can't monetize it but I still post stuff on there I think I'm approaching like 2,000 subscribers I don't do a whole lot with it to be honest but it was kind of like a side thing but it did get me excited to get out of bed in the morning because you will find if you haven't already that doing the monotony of the actual bricks that you're laying for your company like <laughs> 
article after article after article like it can it, what's going to get you out of bed like that's the whole thing is it was getting me out of bed to like okay I'm going to go spread some you know good vibes through the universe somebody's going to benefit from this video that I really like so I'm going to go sit down and like spend an hour and or two sometimes if I made it look really good and um put up put up these uh videos for people but it was a total side hustle like a side thing it really didn't have a ton to do with our company except it could be argued and I think I did argue this with my husband that it built up my Canva skills because I had to make thumbnails it built up and I did the whole video through Canva because I was putting like slides up so it helped build up my like graphic design skills um, it helped build up my YouTube skills. I definitely did a deep dive into the YouTube algorithm, which is very interesting, by the way. There's some very good books. I should do a video on that. Write that down somewhere later. Um, but the YouTube thing is really, I really like YouTube, but I don't really want to be seen. So I decided a podcast might be good because I don't want to do my hair. I'm just sitting here in like, a, you know, like my jammy sweatshirt, <laughs> like my work from home outfit. And uh, anyway... Um, so I mostly listen to YouTubes as like an audio anyway, unless it's like, um, a how to or something you really have to watch. But like for educational things, I mostly stick it in my pocket and like go walking around town and listen to people talk about inspiring things. So I don't know if you share that same habit, but, um, you could focus on something like that. And so doing those YouTube videos sort of tied in with what I do for our business. Um, so if you can think of things that apply to what you know, um, like coding, if you know how to code, that's really big on these freelancing sites. Um, sales, if you know how to sell, you could practice your sales skills with, with somebody on somebody else's dime. Like you could get paid to learn if you can find the right person to hire you on. Um, I'm not saying go in there and like fly or anything, like go in there with what you know and just let them help you get better. And ultimately it'll end up helping out your company. Um, keeping your costs low, sorry, keeping your costs low until you are making a profit is important. And I will say our lifestyle, just the way that we set up, if you listen to the first episode of this podcast where I went into our whole story on a rambling tangent, um, it's not really designed to live out of my mother-in-law's basement or anything. Like, I mean, I'm in my early 40s, like I'm not going to go live if I don't have to, like a, you know, like a college kid with my children, but also you can't be spending money on frivolous, dumb things when you got to think about every dollar you spend, you could be hiring somebody, you could be sent putting out ads, you could be taking some sort of um, class that's going to further your education, which is huge. Furthering your education when you're an entrepreneur is like number one. Um, so if you can do anything to, sp if you want to hone, like, figure out ways to spend your money that is something that you should consider like making a percentage of it towards education at least I like to consider that not that I mean, most things are free like you can get on YouTube and find like a ton of free good stuff especially like lately I've been listening to um, Alex Hermosi he's really he's really great he's about like building a billion dollar business and all this because he did it and anyway he is like quite the salesman and I will do a whole thing about learning I'm <laughs> learning how to do sales which terrifies me. So this will be a fun journey. I have to do a whole video on the journey of sales, uh, learning how to do sales. So if you know sales, don't judge me. This is new to me. 
So Alex Ramosi's great. I found him through Tom Bilyeu, and he also interviews, like, he does a great job, I really like him, of interviewing um, people that know what they're talking about. So the most that you can listen to, even at work, if you are able to, like, pop in your headphones and just listen to stuff, like, while you're at work, that's, you know, you could consider that research and development for your business. Like, you know, you could think about, like, I'm going to improve my mindset. I'm going to um, learn this skill today and even, like, pull out a little notepad and take some notes or something or do it on your phone of anything that you hear that could be pertinent. Like, you can do stuff even while you're working if it's that kind of a job that you can do that. Um, so because during that research and development, like, you are going to suck in the beginning. Your business, most businesses anyway, that are going to be huge are going to take a huge foundation and it's going to take time and lots of puzzle pieces. So any amount of time you can spend gathering education, hearing from people that have already gone down a road that failed, that maybe you're on it and now you're going to learn from their mistake, things like that. I highly recommended you do that before you quit your job so that you can learn on while getting a paycheck. Um, so we talked about keeping your costs low, um, you know, instead of buying uh, a brand new car and having a car payment buy like a two thousand dollar car that will get you there and back and maybe you don't look cool but you can definitely get to where you need to be and you're so cool because now you don't have a car payment you know stuff like that exploring additional income streams um so we sold on etsy before or we have proper english we have sold on etsy before and it was great. I really like selling on Etsy. We sold these. My husband, a few years ago, got um, one of those engraving printer things. I forget the name. It's this giant thing that sat on top of a desk. And you can, like, hook it up to your computer and tell it to engrave, like, um, we were doing bridal ones. So it was, like, Mrs. Brown, you know, and then, like, a little heart or, like, whatever they want. And then they can customize a design. And we were doing that on wooden hangers. And it was good. I mean, we made, I want to say, like, like 2000 a month maybe but it was a lot of like hands-on um, labor and it was not our business model but if your business model is to sell physical products consider Etsy um, and you could do it with a minimum viable product as you grow so like whatever product you have now throw it up there see if it see if it sells see if there's an interest it could also do be really good for you to try something like that just to research what works like if you've got 10 variations of the exact same hair bow or whatever that you're selling for kids, you could throw all 10 up there and see what people buy. And if it's obviously the red one, then double down on the red one. Get rid of the ones that don't sell. I consider that like the equivalent of running like Google ads to an article and like seeing how many impressions you get. Like, is there any interest in this? Like throw it out there and find out. So it could help you spend the dollars that you have for your business on the right areas. Um, to do like a little bit of product experimentation. I'm sure there's a better word. Um, we talked about Upwork and Fiverr, um, finding work that aligns with your skills. Um, LinkedIn is really good. Medium, if you're a writer, I know that there's people that make money on Medium. I don't have any numbers. I've never done that. I have an account, but I know that there must be money in it because I constantly get those little newsletters with all these people posting. Um, so you could look into that. Um, affiliate products and affiliates is like a five video <laughs> adventure that we could talk about. Um, we've done a deep dive with affiliates. It is part of our business model. Um, and there are 
for everyone that's on YouTube with their Lamborghinis and all of that, I mean, I don't, you can't get rich overnight. I mean, okay, some people might get rich overnight, but a sustainable model, at least for our business, is not like to get rich overnight. And it's, most people do the throw up a link, see if it sells method, which maybe you get lucky if your audience is big enough. There, you know, if your audience is big enough, somebody will probably buy. If you just threw up a link to like 100,000 followers, somebody might buy it. Statistically speaking, it will probably sell, but it may not be, it's not really sustainable and it probably won't be reliable. So affiliate marketing is all about building up very, you know, niche down niches. Is that the right word? Very focused niches. Um, Like is, okay, Western lifestyle. That's like the niche I'm like in right now. Like brain, brain has been in lately. So Western niches, am I looking for uh, someone, I'm looking for someone who's buying a saddle. Okay, I'm looking for a barrel racer buying a saddle. So if I can gather, and then I'm going to try to sell them a saddle, right? So if I can gather a whole group of barrel racers looking to buy a saddle and then present them with this awesome saddle, you know, I'm going to fingers crossed that they buy. Um, so it's, it's g- if you're good at it, it's great. Um, but for me, it's taking a bit of a learning curve to get good at it because sometimes they don't want that saddle. So then how do you pick a better saddle? Is there a better saddle out there? Um, how do you get approved for all these programs when you don't have that following? Like you have to build things up before it happens. And we could talk about that in another video, building up niches. Um, in fact, I'll make a note. Um, eBay drop shipping. I just went down this path because I was trying to build this business for my kids because our friend is doing it and blah, blah, and they can make a couple hundred a month, which is great. And I know that people do. Um, our account got banned right off the bat, probably because we're doing it from Spain and say, and we're using our America address. eBay's all about like looking for people just trying to take the money, which is great, which is why they are who they are. And we trust eBay because they do weed out people that seem, you know, like something's off. I did call the number. They are less than helpful. I'm like, I don't understand um, why I got banned. It just says I'm suspended permanently and never allowed to do this again, but (laughs) I really want to. And she's like, sorry, I can't really talk to you. You're probably a thief, but she didn't say that. And then they hang up and I'm like, okay, that sucked. Less than helpful. So I'm giving up on that. Um, But eBay dropshipping brings in passive income like for my friend. He think I think he made like a thousand bucks last month. And he used this program called um, Dropshipping Titans, which I did. And it's a really great little program. I mean, I liked how they explained it. It was easy to follow. I've done things like that before, and theirs was pretty good. They give you these other two programs that you sign up for, and it's basically like fully automated. I don't know. Just an idea. It might be a squirreled thing, though, for whatever your business model is. So, you know, you got to weigh that against the money that you'd make from it. But... If I could do it right now, I would be because it didn't take much time and it felt like passive income. And with the software that they have, it um, was very, it was actually really easy. So you could look into that. Dropship Titans was pretty good. Um, Also, we kind of touched on this, but monetizing your business early on. um, So some, okay, and I was listening to like the people that are very good at this that I listen to all day and like, I think this was uh, with Mel Robbins on Tom Bilyeu's channel. Oh, no, that's something else. Okay, no, it was the EXO guys. So building an EXO business. I've been like do- totally dove in, dived. I've been doing a deep dive 
on that. Um, very interesting. You should look that up. EXO model business. It's these really interesting guys that have been very successful in their life. I won't spend time on their whole thing. But one thing that they said is monetizing your business early on with a minimum viable product, an MVP. Basically, if you have a product with 20 features, pick two that you think people will respond to the most, put your product out there with the two, and then you can build on the other 18 as it sells. Like start by getting customers because you don't have a business, you don't have an income stream unless you have customers. So get something out there to the masses as soon as you can um, and see if it starts to sell. And you can always build on after that. Remember, Amazon started with books. Like they were the big book people that they go to. I mean, they built their business based on that. So you've got to pick something and just put it up there and start trying to get some income into your business. Um, so one way that we are doing that is with newsletters because we're all digital. We don't have a physical product. We have a service, but that's another story. So um, with our newsletters, we are, with one of them, we, we have three and only one right now that we're really focused on. It's called bitsandspurs.org, by the way, if you'd like to sign up for our Western Lifestyle newsletter. All about the cowboy lifestyle. Very good research. Thank you very much. Very good content. But we have a really great strategy. I don't want to give away all the secret sauce, but we have a really great strategy for um, creating the newsletters and getting emails, um, get, like finding the right people that want to sign up, you know, with their email. So we're quickly approaching 1,000 as of this episode taping. And once we get to 1,000, that's been in my head, my magic number for, okay, let's look for sponsors. And I know that we could probably start doing it sooner, but I'm so busy building up the site and I have to go down a road of how does one find sponsors for newsletters? So look out for that video. And I will tell you in my head right now where I'm starting on that is throughout the research of this niche, I've been building on a, a big old spreadsheet that I have with all these different tabs, um, basically like a dream 100. So if you've learned anything about this, we heard that somewhere down the road, I forget, somewhere back on the road, <laughs> I should say, um, about building up a dream 100 list. It's basically 100 websites that you would love to be just like like or you would love to be a part of that you would love them to go hey your website's pretty great like these are your like ho like your stars of your niche so we've been building up that list and the ultimate goal will be to get big enough and then reach out to them and be like first it was for guest posting but now I don't know with the new updates if that's even a thing but you have this list of 100 so I've also been doing that for products like I just was thinking the other day, okay, all these places have all of these Western apparel ads or cowboy hat ads or boots ads, whatever, on their website. Like these must obviously be good, big products. So I've started creating lists of those. And those, I believe, that is where I'm going to start. So I think that will be my step one. And I will see if that road works out and I will get more aggressive. I actually need to put that on my list, my ever-growing list of crap to do. But I need to start doing a deep dive into finding sponsors. So I will get back to you on that. But that is uh, the way that I'm going right now. So, so work on finding the best and easiest way to build up an income right off the bat. And that will help you get away from your 
day, you know, your nine to five job. I'm just going through this outline that I had chat GPT help me. I like spewed, I word vomited all of these ideas onto a sheet, put it into chat GPT and said, make this into an outline for a podcast. And chat GPT did a great job. I did have to remind it to please be conversational. Hopefully, I, I'm sure I didn't touch on like everything that could possibly be in my brain. I'm just like going back through this. Um, but as you listen to these podcasts, um, I will keep touching back on ideas and things that you can do to come up with to make more money. But ultimately, it's a personal thing. I mean, I would I have to mention that one of the best and biggest things that you can do as an entrepreneur is to get your head straight. And how you do that, okay, I'm going to say it, is to meditate. I know everyone hates that. Meditate. Oh, seems like a waste of time. Honest to God, you can, in five minutes yesterday, I <laughs> was starting to lose my cool and I was starting to feel really ucky. Like I was like, oh no, I'm getting some bad, like some stuff happened. Things, you know, someone's complaining to me about something. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm starting to like take it on. Like this energy is entering me now and I'm starting to feel ugly inside. And I was like, okay. The old me would have like gone to pieces, decided to just go cry somewhere in a corner and just feel sorry for myself and everything. But the new me who's been working on my mental state for the last, I would say solidly for about a year now, um, through various forms, which we can talk about later, said, I don't want to feel bad. It's more important that I feel good. I'm going to reach for good feeling thoughts. And when good feeling thoughts weren't easily coming, I was like, okay, I'm going to go lay down for five minutes. I'm going to close my eyes and I'm just going to listen to the room. So I didn't even put on a meditation. I didn't do music, nothing. I didn't even mean like, it wasn't even like a full thing. I just went in there. It was quiet. My kids were at school. I started listening to the air conditioner running, which is Esther Hicks's like favorite way to meditate. I just started listening to the room, you know, the air conditioner running. And then I do what Joe Dispenza always says, which is reach for your inner being, like look for that inner you. So I started reaching for that inner you, the inner Brooke. Where's that inner Brooke? And I was like, oh, there she is. Boy, she seems okay. Like she doesn't feel bad. Like you can feel yourself kind of shift as you reach for that inside you, the one that's not full of chatter and just the way you were born. You know what I mean? Just like that deep and that finding that is the thing that meditation can really help you do. But once I did that, oh my God, within five minutes, I felt like a whole new me. And <laughs> one thing that had set me off is that I was working in the morning. Internet was fine. Take the kids to school. Come back 40, about 40 minutes later. It's a long walk. Come back 40 minutes later. Internet doesn't work. And I'm like, what? I turn off the router. I turn on the router. I unplug. I replug. I turn off my phone. I restart my phone like three times. Like, oh, it's my phone. You know what I mean? Like all these things. Turn off my computer. Restart the computer. No, it was the internet. And I'm like, oh my God. Like it's not even a storm. Like I don't even know why it wouldn't work. And I was just like, uh. And so anyway, I go meditate. I do the five minute thing. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn off the router and I'm going to go get my hair cut because there's this lovely lady, this little Spanish lady across the way who does an amazing job on hair for like 20 bucks. She gives me like an $80 haircut. So I always feel like I get a great deal. So sure enough, I walk in, I go downstairs, I turn off the router, I leave. 
I go downstairs, cross the street, get my hair cut, have a lovely time, forget all about all this stuff. I go to the health food store and grab more oat milk for our coffee in the morning, blah, blah, blah. I do like an errand. Come back, turn on the router. Sure enough, internet works. And I was like, okay, see, I could have spent an hour pissed off, upset, freaking out that I can't work for an hour of precious time while my kids are at school and all these other things that enter your mind. But instead, I decided to go into my inner being and it gave me the idea to get out of the house, go for a walk, do something that'll make me feel good, which was getting my hair done that day because I needed a haircut, you know, I needed someone to like blow out my hair and make it all pretty, which it did, looked awesome, felt like I needed to change my clothes after that, like I was underdressed for my hair, you know what I'm talking about, ladies or men, maybe, I don't know, I don't mean to be like gender specific or whatever. Anyway, I come back and it worked and I was like, oh, hallelujah, look at that. And then I just gave myself like a virtual pat on the back. I did the Mel Robbins thing of like looking in the mirror and like high fiving myself. Awesome, by the way, definitely do that every single day. Mel Robbins is fabulous. You should listen to her. And I love that she's not afraid to curse. Like I'm kind of afraid to like curse on the podcast, even though in real life I curse like all the time. Anyway, so Getting your head straight is really important because things come up. There are things in business I am learning (laughs) and have learned and learn every day that are out of your control and ridiculously hard and send you into this tailspin of like, what was I thinking? I left a good paying job for this and it's not the dream that I thought it was going to be. And it's like this whole tailspin of downward spiral thinking that, I mean, there's some that's logical, but it's you can't give up on in this you really can't if you've got a good thing if if you don't have a good thing pivot and find the good thing but in your heart you've been stirred up to like do this like not everybody feels that way like if you talk to people not everybody wants to do their own business not everybody cares not everybody has this like idea of what their life is going to be once they've got this business going for them So whatever that idea is, that's what you meditate on. And once you do that a lot, you'll get into, uh, okay, I'm not going to say you will get into it, but you're supposed to like get into this vibration of pulling that to you, you know, like getting in the vibration of it because it is now who you are. And so now you are becoming that. Does that make sense? It's very deep for the morning. Better finish my second cup here before we uh, get into spirituality, but Anyway, good luck with this. This is hopefully some very helpful ideas for you on how to pay bills while building your business and keep your head straight. That was a bonus. That was your bonus tangent for this morning to keep your head straight while doing it. So that's it for me. I've got lots to do today. Um, So good luck to you and stay tuned for the next episode.